guys. I found this video on YouTube and I just thought um, that it was so worth sharing. I have always been very averse to online communication. And unfortunately, I would say a couple years ago, uh, quite a few years ago, maybe three years ago, I started having this feeling of, okay, okay, I'm in this place where I don't even like texting people. I don't really like to communicate too much over email. I want to call people. I want to be with people in person. Ideally, I would have no phone, no computer. And I started going into this downward spiral where I, there were people that I wanted to communicate with who I felt like would not communicate with me on the phone or I could not get in person. And in that absence of wanting to communicate with that, those people so bad, I completely took away my normal standards of I don't want to be having these kind of conversations over text. I don't want to be having them over email. I don't even... Like, I want to phone or, like, I just want as direct communication as possible. And in just trying to find a way to make it to people, because I felt like everyone else was living on their smartphones and everything and on their social media accounts. And, like, just to feel like I can get through to any of these people, I feel like I have to now try to um, communicate in these really suboptimal ways and I couldn't underestimate how important it is for me to now, in, in my clearing up my own life um, journey, is to reverse that pit, huge pitfall that I fell into. Because what this guy, Chris, is going to talk about in this video, about how the online world is not real and even... I mean, the online social media world and everything like that is so not real that when you start living, like when I was feeling so disconnected from people, I would be like, I have no information on them because they don't answer when I call. I can't get them on video chat. I don't live with them. I'm not really included in their life. I have like no information. And so the only information that you have about other people is like whatever they the small amount that they communicate with you in a text or whatever form or whatever is on social media which is so distant from actual reality so often and if you look at the world in this way like just think about how much we interpret what's happening in the world through what we see as happening in the world on our computers or on our social media or on our news like, it is incredible, like, the amount of reality distortion that we get through primarily understanding things through what we see through social media or through electronics. And um, so not as an absolutist thing, but I would definitely say that it's smart to... Um, to, to get out of social media and to get out of maximally seeing reality through the virtual world because it's it's just a host to so many special interests like if your goal is really to live an authentic life that's good for you it's just like so contrary to knowing 
yourself and what's true to you that have all this stuff um, filtering through your mind, like your actual experience of reality needs to become so much stronger and more solid compared to whatever you consider quote unquote living online. And um, yeah, so I think lots of people can probably relate they probably can't relate to me to the extent that I'm like, do not want a smartphone and would ideally not need electronics in my life when a lot of people live on them for so many things. But I think a lot of people can relate to the idea, obviously, of when you don't have enough, when you're lonely and you don't have enough interpersonal connection, it seems like, okay, I can't reach anyone. I don't have I don't have anyone around me that's living my life the way that I'm living it. So I don't really have companions. And it seems like the only way to reach people, even the people that don't live that far from me because they're on these schedules and they're linked into their electronics is to communicate with them electronically. Like I just let down all my boundaries, like all my standards for like, I just collapse them. Like this happened with a couple things in terms of me, feeling so lonely. I'm just like anything to, um, to maybe reach someone. And it's a really sad state of things, but I realize now that it's back in my conscious, um, consciousness to, um, take my standards back up again, because, uh, it's just, it's just endlessly unfulfilling to, um, to communicate dominantly with electronics or or get information dominantly um, on the internet when you're not going for very specific things. And it definitely messes with your um, ability to be re in reality, which is just your most precious asset in life. So here's the video that I heard. Exactly. I mean, one thing that I want to speak to here is the fact that your online life, it's not real. But everybody lives it as if it's real life, as if it's life itself. And the amount of time, the amount of energy, the amount of an individual's consciousness that they give away to social media usage, that they give away to their smartphones, that they give away to their laptops. They give away to YouTube. You know, people will probably be listening to this at some point. So are you giving your time away to something which is actually of value to you? Because I'll be the first to tell people, you can watch what I put out, you can listen to what I put out, you can read what I put out, but then close it and walk away from it. Don't binge take what I say and apply it to your real life because what you tend to see nowadays is people applying these things to their online life. So that self-development, and I really don't like that word anyway, but the whole process of, of transmuting or transcending or growing internally that starts to become far more of an idea than something that is actually put into practical application. <laughs> Let's wait for this to pass.
someone's either done something really bad or they need donuts. <laughs> I know if I was a police officer, anytime I needed to get somewhere, I'd turn that shit on. <laughs> so that's real life. You arguing with someone on Facebook is not real life because the person that you're arguing with online in many instances is not even real. They're a bot. They're put there to start stuff. And this is what we fail to realize, is that the online world has been so infiltrated by different forms of communication that have been designed in order to keep you there, in order to consume your consciousness, to consume your time and consume your attention. And what goes in the end? Your health, your sanity. Your understanding when it comes to reality. And usually before all of this wonderful, wonderfully beneficial technology came up, which has turned out to be poisonous in many ways, but before it came up, everyone in a specific environment, physically, in real life, you almost knew their experience and where they were at in that moment in time and you could go and directly communicate with them based on that. You're both on the bus. You're both going in one direction. You're both sitting there waiting to arrive. But nowadays, every single individual on that bus is having their own experience of reality filtered for them based on their preferences. So it makes it very, very difficult to really connect with someone without scaring the shit out of them. <laughs> because now just speaking to a human is, is you know, fit for a prison. <laughs> Hello is one of the scariest things you can say to a young person these days. <laughs> and what I like to do, I just like to call people up. I just like to telephone people and not warn them and not message them and say, hey, are you free to talk? I just call them. And I'm very aware that there's panic ensuing on the other end of that call. <laughs> people just aren't used to fucking speaking anymore. And look, these are, the, these are some of the negative things. There's the whole egotistical side of it. There's watching people taking a hundred million selfies in the space of three minutes just to get the correct one to filter and upload. That is also a mental illness at this point, but most people are living like that. So I'm not against social media by any stretch of the imagination or the internet or technology because it allows me to share what I do so easily. But what I am against is how it's been designed. That rather than us using it, it has been created in a way that it will infiltrate you and it will use you. Because it's been designed so specifically to 
touch the parts of you that are most fragile when it comes to your mind, when it comes to your your physical system. It knows how to play your strings. And it will make you more and more addicted and more pissed off and more anxious and more sucked in to this fake reality. And you lose your sovereignty. You lose your intelligence. You lose your presence. You lose consciousness. So my advice is just don't use these things. I mean, I don't. That's been my way of doing this. I just don't use these things. I'm on it, but I'm not on it, <laughs> if that makes sense. So one more thing that this video made me think of was, um, I remember someone, so a big conversation now when we're talking about the future is about artificial intelligence and how that's going to influence our lives, how that's going to influence jobs and, and everyone's lifestyle. And one of the main points, I think, when it comes to artificial intelligence is that there's, it's another big topic that people can get existentially frightened by, which is there's, there's many of those at this point if the world's not full of them. But the misguided angle to that, I think, is that all artificial intelligence is, is even though I'm, it's, a, it's a highly complicated topic, all it is, is technology that we have programmed to be able to learn for itself. And who is it learning from? It's learning from our behavior. It's just like if you, not, I mean, there's a zillion different angles to this, but on Facebook, whatever, if they're taking a bunch of personal information about people or on any website, if they're downloading a bunch of information about who you are. They can only do that, of course, to the extent to which you use that platform and give them that information. And all artificial intelligence that we're the ones that are programming it in every single case. Like we're the ones that are teaching it how we're using it. And it's true that it's crazy to realize the extent that everything about advertisement and even just I mean everything about something that you would come across where people are trying to grab your attention or your consciousness um, has lots of ways of manipulating you in ways that you're just not conscious of there's still always your choice on the other end to, to sort of shake your head out of it and be like okay Emma, do I want to consent to this or do I not want to consent to this? And the way that, like what he said, do we want to be used by our technology or do we want to use our technology? Ultimately, that is our choice. When we talk about the existential threat of artificial intelligence, what we're really talking about is are we going to get to such a point where our technology simply uses us and we are not using our technology? So it's just as much of a choice on a collective level, I would say as if we're going to let our technology use us in our personal lives or whether we're going to use our technology. And since being in touch with reality is the most precious thing in the world, I think cutting back on almost all use of electronics that isn't a direct use to a goal that you can clearly see for yourself is 
uh, should be highly considered in terms of, of, of if you want to participate in it.